Today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. Notice how David is, again, he starts off the psalm pleading with, crying out to the Lord, and then the psalm ends with David being completely settled and totally confident in his heart. And the reason is because he knows there's coming a day when he will see the Lord face to face in glory. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Psalms. Throughout the Psalms, we find David go from states of absolute despair to absolute joy and confidence in the Lord. These drastic changes in state of mind are possible because when he's down, he knows to lean on prayer. Pastor J.D. encourages us to lean on prayer, too. When we're sad or scared, truly the best thing we can do is pray. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. Now, here's Pastor J.D. in Psalms chapter 18 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. I know for me, I cannot stand to this day, to this day, I cannot stand to hear my children cry. I'm going to hearken unto the voice of their cry. Recently, my daughter, Sabia, very emotional. In fact, was on the way to church. We're talking about you know, some things that happen, and and she just starts to, you know, cry. Not, you know, weeping, but just tears uh, falling down on her face. And I took my hand, and I wiped those tears from her face, and I tried to encourage her and comfort her and love on her. <laughs> I can't stand to see my children cry. Here's where I'm going with this, and I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going with this, but how do you think God feels about us as his children when we cry? Can you imagine God in heaven? Let him cry it out. No, seriously, here's David. A man after God's own heart, the sweet psalmist of Israel, upright in all of his ways, blameless before the Lord, crying out unto the Lord. What's the Lord going to do? Cry it out, David. Ah, I better move on or I'm going to start crying. (laughs) Listen to what Charles Spurgeon said about this. A cry is our earliest utterance and in many ways the most natural of human sounds. If our prayer should, like the infant's cry, be more natural than intelligent and more earnest than elegant, it will be nonetheless eloquent with God. There is a mighty power in a child's cry to prevail with a parent's heart. Oh, the power of a child's cry. 
I tell you, there have been many times in my life where I have wept before the Lord, cried out to the Lord, and as God is my witness, and God knows my heart when I say this, it was almost as if the Lord, as only he can, just wrapped his arms around me. I mean, it was just this sense that it's going to be okay. I love you. I hear your cry. This, this calming, this, by the way, uh, what do we know to be true about that great and final day? Is not the Lord himself going to wipe the tears from our eyes? Were it not for that, I, ha- I have to tell you, before God, again, as my witness, I, I don't know what I would have done. There have been times where the bottom just fell out and fear set in. And the, the enemy is right there giving you that spirit of fear. And, and you're, you become fearful and, and anxious and and you're, you're, you're listening to and believing in the lies from the father of lies. I remember when we were renovating this building. Man, there were so many nights. I'm just being candid with you. I hope it's not uncomfortable for me to be so transparent and honest. But there were times when it was so intense and the enemy was right there in the night season he always comes at night i don't know what it is he doesn't like lunch noon noon time or whatever he always comes at the end of the day in the night season maybe it's because you're you're weary and tired maybe that has something to do with it but you're laying in bed and you can't sleep your mind's going a million miles an hour and the enemy's right there putting thoughts in your mind. He can't read your mind. He's putting thoughts in your mind. What are you going to do? Where's the money going to come from? You're going to be the laughing stock of the windward side. In fact, the whole island. In fact, the whole state of Hawaii. Look at that guy. (laughs) Started out to build this church and didn't count the cost. Didn't have enough. Oh, the expenses were 10 times as much as the money that was available. What are you going to, you're, you're going to, you are that man. What are you going to do? And it was almost like this demonic laughter. I hope you don't think I'm, you know, kind of losing my mind here. I mean, maybe it's too late. Maybe you already do think I'm losing my mind. But it was almost like I could hear the enemy just with that demonic laugh. <laughs> I can't wait to see you fall. You're going to lose that building. You're going to lose that property. You can't afford to finish it. You're going to have to sell it. Then what are you going to do? You can't stay here. They want you to find your own place. You've overstayed your welcome. You've been there for 12 years. What are you going to do? (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you. I'm in my, being this great man of faith that I am, I'm in the fetal position. (laughs) lying on the floor. Oh God, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? I thought this was you. Maybe I didn't hear you right. Maybe I got ahead of you. 
I, th- I thought I was in your will. I thought I was stepping out in faith. And now I'm full of fear. No faith. And in that night season, and here's the Lord. I'm crying out to the Lord, Lord God. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? To which the Lord, as again, only he can, would just comfort me in that moment. Wrap his arms around me and remind me, I've got you safely covered under the shadow of my wings. You're still in the pupil of my eye. Do not be afraid. No, I am afraid, Lord. No, do not be afraid. Do not worry. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of this. You'll see. You'll see. And oh, by the way, you're you're crying out to me. What am I going to do? You know, you're not going to do anything. I'm going to do this. In fact, I brought you to this point, to the end of yourself, where you realize I can do nothing so that you will surrender to me so I can do everything. And he did. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? If somebody would have come to me in that night season and showed me a picture of this midweek Bible study here tonight, on July the 5th, right? Today's the 5th, right? Yesterday was the 4th, right? Okay, good. I'm still okay. See, I haven't lost my mind. It's close, but so... 2018. If someone would have showed me, a, if somebody would have showed me, here, here's the thing. Our prayer meeting Tuesday night. How many were here for our prayer meeting on Tuesday night? Oh my goodness. If somebody could have shown me a video of what God did in our prayer meeting on Tuesday night, which was exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we could have ever imagined or dreamed of, let alone asked for. God met us here, and God moved in our midst. People didn't want to leave. I'm like, it's, you know, (laughs) past my bedtime, somebody's got their toothbrush and pajamas over here, and nobody wanted to leave. If somebody would have come to me back then, when I'm in the fetal position in the night season, and said, oh, by the way, uh, here's a glimpse into what God is going to do, yet future. Knowing me, I'd have probably said, no way. (laughs) No way. Way! Way. Okay. Where were we? We were somewhere here in this Bible study. It's this cry from the heart of David that prevails with the heart of God. And the cry is for protection. He's asking God to protect him, to guard him, to keep him safe. Did God keep him safe? Oh, they're out to kill him. Saul will stop at nothing short of having him killed. Mercilessly. Did God protect him? Yes, he did. Did God answer his prayer? Yes, he did. Did God protect him from his enemies? Yes, he did. And not only did God answer his prayer for protection, God also answered his prayer. Don't be getting any ideas here. But God also answered his prayer to completely destroy 
the enemies that had arisen against him. Now, this, I believe, relates to how one day, soon and very soon, I believe, God will destroy the enemy, our enemy, the devil. And he knows it. And he knows that he has but a short time. Before we move on to Psalm 18, there's one more thing I want to point out. And it's in the last verse, verse 15. Notice how David is, again, he starts off the psalm pleading with, crying out to the Lord. And then the psalm ends with David being completely settled and totally confident in his heart. And the reason is because he knows there's coming a day when he will see the Lord face to face in glory. It's almost like this. It's almost like David is sort of resting his case, to borrow a legal metaphor. I rest my case. The verdict is in. The jury is no longer out. I am completely settled. We have settled this case. We have settled this matter. And I am confident and settled in my heart. And not only that, he does so knowing that he will be completely satisfied. Completely satisfied when he awakes in the likeness of the Lord. Here's what I'm thinking. When you know that you have this to look forward to, it makes whatever you're going through easier to get through. That's what David's saying here. I, I, I rest my case. I will be completely satisfied when I awake in the likeness of the Lord. F.B. Meyer said this. The mind will be satisfied with his truth the heart with his love, the will with his authority, we shall need nothing else. That is complete satisfaction. I just now, you'll forgive me, this, I'm having a, a flashback, a Rolling Stones flashback. Um, a, a song about, I can't get no, I'm sorry. <laughs> now you're going to have a flashback to I can't get no satisfaction. Uh, how about uh, Bono of U2, which by the way, um, sadly, and I didn't intend to go there, but since I already went there, I might as well just go there just briefly. Uh, Bono, I hope you understand, is not a Christian. I, I saw an interview on TV recently with, um, I forget the the uh, guy who uh, wrote the Message Bible, Peters, I think is his last name, and he was uh, being interviewed by somebody with Bono of U2, talking about, get this, the Psalms. Because they're songs. And I'm listening to Bono. He is not a Christian. Please do not be deceived. You know that song, by his own admission, by the way, you can find it on, on, online. Be careful online. There's a lot of stuff on there. But by his own admission, he admits that that song, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, which 
carries with the same idea of the Rolling Stones saying, I cannot, I can't get no satisfaction. He admits that that was a song that was about still not finding what he's looking for in the Lord. That they set out deliberately and intentionally to deceive Christians. And by the way, he does a song, a remake of the uh, Rolling Stones song. Uh, Mick Jagger, I think, is the one who wrote it, uh, Sympathy for the Devil. Oh, you know the song. Won't you guess my name? Woo-hoo! Sorry, you know the song. Please to me, I was there when Christ was, you know, he's ta- the, the song is sympathy for the devil. It's all about Satan. He sold his soul to Satan. It's about the devil and sympathy for the devil. Bono of U2 does that song. And as he does it, performs it live on stage, he has horns and an upside down cross. An upside down cross. Okay, this um, Psalm 18. That's a whole other topic for another time. Um, if you read ahead to stay ahead, you know this is a very short psalm. Oh good, I'm glad you laughed because that means you read it. It's quite a long psalm, so let's get right to it. To the chief musician, it's a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, verse 1, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Wow, somebody should write a praise and worship song on this one. Verse 4, the pangs of death surrounded me, and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry came before him, even to his ears. Then, I love this imagery. The earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness, verse 11, his secret place. His canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies from the brightness before him. His thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered His voice, hailstones and coals of fire. All this because David cried to the Lord. 
You might say that God moved heaven and earth for David, who cried to the Lord. Oh, there is power in prayer. It moves the hand of Almighty God. Verse 14, he sent out his arrows and scattered the foe, lightnings in abundance, and he vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uncovered at your rebuke. Oh Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils, he sent from above, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has recompensed me. Again, there's that confidence in his uprightness. For I, verse 21, have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore, verse 24, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With a blameless man, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, verse 26, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down haughty looks. For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop. By my God I can leap over a wall. This is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Verse 30. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. That's pretty strong. There's a lot to learn from the book of Psalms, and we're so glad you've joined us to sift through it all with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. The range of emotions expressed in the pages we've been studying give us an accurate and beautiful picture of our Heavenly Father, the almighty and loving creator of the world. Before we end our time with you today, we'd like to share how you can access more of these messages right now. Simply visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and click on Listen to search through our archive of Pastor J.D.'s teachings. You can even take these messages with you on the go with our mobile app. Find a link to our app on our website or search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store. 
This will provide you with hours of insight into the Bible, helpful links, and access to the latest editions of Pastor J.D.'s Mideast Prophecy Update. In these updates, Pastor J.D. takes a critical look at the news and events happening around the globe and compares them to the prophecies of the Bible, sharing God's views on what's taking place. These messages are new each weekend and will help you put world events into an eternal perspective. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are also available to watch on our YouTube channel, which you can access through our website. Again, that address is inspiritandtruthradio.com. Thanks for taking the time to listen to God's Word today. We pray it's blessed and encouraged you greatly. Pastor J.D. will continue studying through the book of Psalms when you join us next time, right here on In Spirit and Truth.